0: DPP presidential candidate Lai Qingde has unveiled an ambitious vision for health care. Speaking at his third policy presentation, Lai introduced what he called Long-Term Care 3.0, which doubles the subsidy for patients in residential services. Lai also plans to set up a cancer drug fund, which aims to lower the mortality rate by a third by the year 2030. Let's hear from him. Harnessing my medical
1: expertise, I hope to partner with the medical community and to integrate society's resources to build a healthy Taiwan.
2: DPP presidential candidate Lai Ching-te has unveiled his plan for healthcare. One policy is a national program for preventing and treating cancer.
3: We
1: will set up a cancer drug fund, a 10 billion NT cancer drug fund. By the year 2030 we want to reduce cancer's mortality rate by a third. We will give nurses the legislation they've requested regarding nurse to patient ratios. These are the goals we are committed to.
2: Lai said he would improve the working conditions of nurses, starting with staff in critical care. This would be done in the first two years of his term, he said. Lai also outlined a plan to upgrade long term care 2.0. Version 3.0 will offer more support to incapacitated patients, plus enhanced residential services and subsidies. It will also cover more older adults.
3: Of course, we will also
1: encourage or provide incentives for long-term care service providers to set up locations in remote areas. In addition, our annual subsidy will go up from 60,000 NT to 120,000 NT. In the future, it could rise to 180,000 NT, which is a monthly subsidy of 15,000 NT.
2: Lai pledged to create a support system spanning patient homes, society, institutions, medical facilities, and social welfare networks. Also on Thursday, Lai's rival Ke Wen held his own press event on social welfare programs. Ke took issue with Long Term Care 2.0, saying that its budget was insufficient.
1: Whether it was President Tsai or President Ma who put in more effort and did more for long-term care, the answer is obvious. If there's anybody out there who wants to criticize the current long-term care program, fire away. I am ready to do the work. I will roll up my sleeves to deliver long-term care 3.0.
2: A confident lie said he was ready to take action. The doctor-turned-politician vowed to safeguard Taiwan's health to use his expertise and achievements to earn public support. Two Taichung companies have been caught
0: mislabeling their frozen liquid egg products. The products contained imported eggs, but were labeled as being entirely of Taiwanese origin. The company said they were following Ministry of Agriculture guidelines for labeling. The ministry has apologized for failing to provide proper oversight.
2: Currently, all of the liquid eggs are within their expiration date. Some are in the warehouses of the National Animal Industry Foundation and haven't been released into the market. All eggs, whether imported or liquid, should be handled in accordance with domestic regulations. Regarding the National Animal Industry Foundation's misunderstanding of the rules, we at the Ministry of Agriculture shoulder full responsibility. Our faulty oversight has given rise to concerns in society. We are deeply disturbed and sorry. At the beginning, there were differences in people's understanding of substantive transformation. This led to the companies making mistakes in their labeling, giving rise to concerns in society. The National Animal Industry Foundation would like to apologize to the public. The ministry said that the liquid
0: eggs were mislabeled but otherwise safe to use. It said that the current stock and future imports would be directed to the food processing sector. As for imported shell eggs, in the event of a national shortage, they will be released to the market in their original packaging and tracked in accordance with FDA regulations. Taoyuan has a new sister city, the City of Angeles, in the Philippines. The two cities' mayors held a virtual signing ceremony on Wednesday. Angeles City is the 35th in the world to enter such a partnership with Taoyuan. The two sides plan to work together in areas including airport cities, logistics, technology, trade, culture and tourism, opening a new chapter in the city-to-city exchanges.
2: Taoyuan Mayor Zhang Shan Zhen strikes a pose with the mayor of Angeles City, who appears on screen. The two mayors signed a sister city agreement on Wednesday, preparing gifts to mark the friendship. (laughs) Mayor Zhang prepared an acrylic painting by Mario Subodia, a Filipino artist in Taiwan. The work depicts Taoyuan International Airport and Clark International Airport in Angela City. An airplane in the top right symbolizes the direct flights linking the two cities and their steadfast friendship.
4: The city has prepared a gift
2: of... Meanwhile, Angela City's mayor presented The Keys to the City, a wooden sculpture made by a local artist and micro-enterprise supported by his city's government. Anhela City has a rich cultural heritage, vibrant food scene, and electrifying entertainment options. It's a place where history, culture, and technology come together. Angeles is Taoyuan's 35th sister city. As both cities have international airports, they hope to collaborate on developing aerospace technology in the Asia-Pacific region to create a Trans-Pacific Aviation Technology Smart City. Thank you, Mayor
4: San Ching-Chang, for recognizing our presence today. Albeit remote,
2: Let us make this partnership a catalyst development in our cities. Thank you. Thank
5: <laughs> you.
1: The two cities have very complementary aspects in industry, culture, and nature. We hope the sister city agreement will allow us to draw from each other's strengths in these complementary areas.
2: The mayors expressed hope for an enduring friendship between the new sister cities, one with more frequent exchanges and even stronger ties. The new CG-1005
0: Lianjiang patrol boat was handed over to the Coast Guard on Thursday. The vessel was built by Taiwan's CSBC Corporation. is the third of six 1,000-ton patrol boats to be delivered by 2027. These boats can handle large waves better than the existing fleet of 1,000-ton frigates. They also come with high-pressure water cannons and weapons systems, enhancing their close combat capabilities. On Thursday's handover ceremony, the Coast Guard said it would stay committed to homegrown defense as it patrols the waters and protects Taiwan's maritime rights. The annual nighttime festival of art, Nui Blanche, is just a couple of weeks away. And this year, Taipei is planning a night that's bigger and bolder than ever before. There'll even be a performance art live stream from the Taipei Mayor's Office. And there's controversy over plans to hold avant-garde musical and events in Taipei City Hall and Council. And some are concerned that the growth of the event, spreading into Xinyi Commercial District, could cause noise disturbance for residents trying to sleep. But officials are determined that they can pull it off.
1: It's that time of the year again. Nuit Blanche Taipei 2023 will launch at sunset on October 7th. This year, the nocturnal celebration of art is coming to Xinyi Commercial District for the first time. <laughs>
3: On
1: the night, the debate chamber of Taipei City Council will transform into a live theater open to the public. The office of Taipei Mayor Jiang Wan An will be occupied by Mayor Mao and used for a live stream. Meanwhile, the City Hall debate chamber will become a live music venue with a dance floor.
6: The event is from Saturday evening to Sunday morning, so I think it will not impact the operation of public duties, so to speak, especially because the location to be used is on the first floor at the edge of the city hall. So if any of our staff need to work overtime, I think they won't be too much affected if they're upstairs.
1: The three main locations for nighttime revelry are Sun Yat-sen Memorial Hall, Taipei City Hall, and Taipei City Council. But there are also connected events at nearby Songshan Cultural and Creative Park, Taipei 101, and the whole of Xinyi commercial district. The night's installation art and performances attracted more than 460,000 visitors last year. This year, with events in Xinyi, even greater crowds are expected.
6: These residential households are, in principle, generally quiet, apart from every year at New Year's Eve. They're not generally welcoming of other events which would disturb their daily life. Jiang It's great that you want to hold this event, and we respect that. But if you create disturbance for the public, in the end, Taipei City government will have to take the blame. I hope you will plan it carefully. Actually the events are mainly clustered in the commercial district. We're loath to cause people any disturbance, so at the cinema on Renai Road, we'll invite people to listen to music on headphones.
1: Taipei City is hoping it can pull out all its organizing expertise and create a night that's bright as day for those who want it, but quite unrestful for everyone else.
0: Two hikers died and another nine were injured after getting stung by hornets at a mountain trail in New Taipei's Reifong district. Experts say it's likely that the group was stung by the Asian hornet, whose venom can trigger severe allergic reactions. The hornet nest has yet to be found. And for now, the New Taipei government has closed off all access routes to the hiking path. 20
1: hikers were on a trip in New Taipei's Reifang District when they were attacked by a swarm of hornets. (laughs) After examining the wounds, a hornet expert determined the group had fallen victim to the Asian hornet. The encounter left seven hikers with mild injuries, two with severe injuries, and two others dead.
2: A hornet stung one of the hikers, who then tried to ward them off using a hand fan. Then the hornets began targeting the hiker. More and more started showing up. We ran off. The people in front rushed away, but several people in the back got stung. They ended up lying on the ground, maybe because of the stings or because they tripped. Later, over the phone, they said more than 100 hornets had attacked four people. It was terrifying. Someone got stung. They said it hurt, and they weren't sure what it was, so they tried to wave it off.
1: A sting from an Asian hornet can cause severe injury and death in humans. A protein in the hornet's venom combines with a protein in the human body, potentially triggering a strong allergic reaction. In severe cases, the reaction doesn't stop at the skin. The venom can cause swelling inside the body, making it difficult to breathe and inducing kidney and liver inflammation. It can even result in immediate death.
2: The Reifeng District Office has closed off all six access routes to the trail. Hornets do tend to be more aggressive in autumn. We have urged the general public to not go to -to hard-to-reach areas in the outskirts and to not enter grassy or forested areas, as that's where hornets tend to gather in the fall season.
1: The new Taipei government has shut the six entrances to the Bafin Liao hiking trail. It says that autumn is hornet breeding season, and as such, the insects may be more aggressive. To reduce chances of an attack, hikers are advised not to wear bright colors or perfume. If a hornet approaches, trying to swat it away could result in a painful attack.
0: Today is National Disaster Prevention Day, marking 24 years since the deadly Gigi earthquake in Nantou. Earthquake drills were held at schools nationwide as disaster drill alerts went out to mobile phones. At Taipei City Hall, pan-green urged the government to repair the city's old underground pipes, which could lead to sinkholes, building collapses, and other man-made disasters.
1: Alarms go off in the middle of class and students rush under their desks. It's time to drop cover, and hold on.
2: This will help us react more quickly when an earthquake does strike. We can respond more quickly and lower the chance of running into danger. We hope the disaster prevention drill will make campuses safer and raise awareness among students and city residents about how to respond to a disaster.
1: September 21st is National Disaster Prevention Day. Earthquake drills were held at schools across Taipei. Taipei City Council held discussions on disaster prevention.
2: I'm not only talking about the incident with Kitai Properties, which was a man-made disaster. The city's pipelines are aging, they're old. This has led to the formation of numerous sinkholes. Addressing this issue is one component of disaster prevention. Government agencies should establish routine maintenance and repair mechanisms. Over the past few months, a lot of sinkholes have appeared around Taipei. Taipei is located in a basin, and nobody knows what's happening with all the pipes underground. With all the earthquakes shaking the pipes, some of them may be stressed to their breaking point. If they reach a point where they can no longer withstand the pressure, it could cause problems. Small earthquakes that wouldn't usually bring about any major issues could result in leaks that erode foundations and cause buildings to tilt and collapse, or sinkholes to appear.
1: Councilors discussed recent disasters, including the sinking of several Dodger apartment buildings and the repeated occurrence of sinkholes. They urged the city government to take preventative action ahead of potential disasters.
0: The central bank has left its key interest rates unchanged for the second consecutive quarter. The discount rate will remain at 1.875 percent. Also on Thursday, the central bank decided against tightening selective credit controls to curb the property market. Bank officials said that after five rounds of measures, the housing market was already starting to stabilize.
2: Keeping rates unchanged at this time is very much in line with market expectations. We've also seen our selective credit controls produce some results. The annual growth rates of construction loans and mortgages have gone down since we began selective credit control measures. The central bank won't adopt new controls, but the Executive Yuan's new housing hoarding
0: tax will come into effect as early as July. According to the new measures, taxes on multiple homes will rise to a range of 2 percent to 4.8 percent, up from 1.5 percent to 3.6 percent. More than 4 million households will see an impact on their tax returns. The German state of Saxony has opened an office in Taiwan to pave the way for TSMC's semiconductor project in its capital. The Saxon Science Liaison of Office in Taiwan will help recruit talented Taiwanese youth and foster further scientific and technology collaboration. FTB reporter Stephanie Yang has the details.
4: Located inside the German trade office, the Saxon Science Liaison Office Taiwan has officially opened. The office will facilitate science and technology exchanges between Taiwan and Saxony, which is Europe's semiconductor manufacturing hub. Dr. Joseph Goldberger will serve as the office's liaison officer. The office will be a service center for exchange students from Taiwan and Saxony. It will also be the hub of a new TSMC training program.
7: Very important for us because this will be also a point of exchange with uh, between students from Taiwan and from Saxony, but it will be also a very important hub for the administration of a program about which we will speak later on then at the TSMC. So it's a very important spot here.
3: Uh, I was working for the German Academic Exchange Service uh, for the last six years. We will have real cooperation uh, with different partners, not only industry partners. I will be able to represent, of course, uh, Dresden University of Technology and all the other research institutions and uh, education institutions in the Free State of Saxony. And I think this will be a very, very exciting task."
4: TSMC plans to set up a factory in Dresden, the capital of Saxony. Responding to reported culture clash at TSMC's fab in Arizona, Saxony's science minister Sebastian Gemkau says that it doesn't shake his confidence in working with TSMC. He said that Germans and Taiwanese share a similar work ethic.
7: I don't have any doubts that uh, there will be a good um, being together with people from Taiwan. I think that the working ethos is very similar. Um, people are disciplined like in, in Germany as well, so this working culture is very, very similar. And of course we also will prepare everything to make it most convenient for the people who are coming to, to Saxony, to Dresden, that they find some kind of community, some kind of ecosystem which makes them feel comfortable so I don't have any doubts about
8: that. TU Dresden has a um, private economy arm, which is TUDAG, TUDAC, and they are developing a special cultural onboarding program for the TSMC uh, professionals to come and do the startup for the company. So we are very, very optimistic that this will work quite well.
4: TU Dresden, or the Dresden University of Technology, is one of the largest universities of technology in Germany. It will manage operations at the liaison office on behalf of all Saxon higher education institutes. It is estimated that 50 students from Germany will be sent to Taiwan universities every year to study and intern at TSMC.
8: This is a historical moment. We are opening our first science liaison office abroad here in Taipei. TUD is doing this as the coordinating university for all the Saxon universities. We will be signing the trilateral agreement between TSMC, the Free State of Saxony, and TUD. It's really about, on the one hand, um, getting more and more engineering and natural science students interested in the field of semiconductors. And on the other end, what we were discussing was to get into a research cooperation.
5: Taiwanese company TSMC decided to go to Germany with a great investment, with a comprehensive investment to the city of Tristan. And what you will see now is that it is not only the industrial cooperation, which will intensify between Germany and Taiwan but this will be matched by an intensification of the academic cooperation. So this goes hand in hand and for that reason I think it's a wonderful location to have this office here with the chamber. The office which is related very closely to the numerous German companies here in Taiwan, many of them are also active in the sector of semiconductors.
4: With the launch of the office ahead of TSMC's Dresden's project, the two countries hope to further strengthen education, science and technology collaboration between Taiwan and
0: Germany. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Dai Yaluan in Taipei. DPP presidential candidate Lai Qingde has unveiled an ambitious vision for health care. Speaking at his third policy presentation, Lai introduced what he called Long-Term Care 3.0, which doubles the subsidy for patients in residential services. Lai also plans to set up a cancer drug fund, which aims to lower the mortality rate by a third by the year 2030. Let's hear from him. Harnessing my medical
1: expertise, I hope to partner with the medical community and to integrate society's resources to build a healthy Taiwan.
2: DPP presidential candidate Lai ching Qingde has unveiled his plan for healthcare. One Policy is a national program for preventing and treating cancer.
3: We
1: will set up a cancer drug fund, a 10 billion NT cancer drug fund. By the year 2030, we want to reduce cancer's mortality rate by a third. We will give nurses the legislation they've requested regarding nurse-to-patient ratios. These are the goals we are committed to.
2: Lai said he would improve the working conditions of nurses, starting with staff in critical care. This would be done in the first two years of his term, he said. Lai also outlined a plan to upgrade Long-Term Care 2.0. Version 3.0 will offer more support to incapacitated patients, plus enhanced residential services and subsidies. It will also cover more older adults.
1: Of
3: course, we will also
1: encourage or provide incentives for long-term care service providers to set up locations in remote areas. In addition, our annual subsidy will go up from 60,000 NT to 120,000 NT. In the future, it could rise to 180,000 NT, which is a monthly subsidy of 15,000 NT.
2: Lai pledged to create a support system spanning patient homes, society, institutions, medical facilities and social welfare networks. Also on Thursday, Lai's rival Ko wen held his own press event on social welfare programs. Ke took issue with Long-Term Care 2.0, saying that its budget was insufficient.
1: Whether it was President Tsai or President Ma who put in more effort and did more for long-term care, the answer is obvious. If there's anybody out there who wants to criticize the current long-term care program, fire away. I am ready to do the work. I will roll up my sleeves to deliver long-term care 3.0.
2: A confident lie said he was ready to take action. The doctor-turned-politician vowed to safeguard Taiwan's health to use his expertise and achievements to earn public support. Two Taichung companies have been caught
0: mislabeling their frozen liquid egg products. The products contained imported eggs but were labeled as being entirely of Taiwanese origin. The company said they were following Ministry of Agriculture guidelines for labeling. The ministry has apologized for failing to provide proper oversight.
2: Currently, all of the liquid eggs are within their expiration date. Some are in the warehouses of the National Animal Industry Foundation and haven't been released into the market. All eggs, whether imported or liquid, should be handled in accordance with domestic regulations. Regarding the National Animal Industry Foundation's misunderstanding of the rules, we at the Ministry of Agriculture shoulder full responsibility. Our faulty oversight has given rise to concerns in society. We are deeply disturbed and sorry." At the beginning, there were differences in people's understanding of substantive transformation. This led to the companies making mistakes in their labeling, giving rise to concerns in society. The National Animal Industry Foundation would like to apologize to the public. The ministry said that the liquid
0: eggs were mislabeled but otherwise safe to use. It said that the current stock and future imports would be directed to the food processing sector. As for imported shell eggs, in the event of a national shortage, they will be released to the market in their original packaging and tracked in accordance with FDA regulations. Taoyuan has a new sister city, the City of Angeles, in the Philippines. The two cities' mayors held a virtual signing ceremony on Wednesday. Angeles City is the 35th in the world to enter such a partnership with Taoyuan. The two sides plan to work together in areas including airport cities, logistics, technology, trade, culture and tourism opening a new chapter in the city-to-city exchanges.
2: Taoyuan Mayor Zhang Shanzhen strikes a pose with the mayor of Anhela City, who appears on screen. The two mayors signed a sister city agreement on Wednesday, preparing gifts to mark the friendship. Mayor Zhang prepared an acrylic painting by Mario Subodia, a Filipino artist in Taiwan. The work depicts Taoyuan International Airport and Clark International Airport in Angela City. An airplane in the top right symbolizes the direct flights linking the two cities and their steadfast friendship. The
4: city has prepared a gift
2: of- Meanwhile, Angela City's mayor presented The Keys to the City, a wooden sculpture made by a local artist and micro-enterprise supported by his city's government. Anhela City has a rich cultural heritage, vibrant food scene, and electrifying entertainment options. It's a place where history, culture, and technology come together. Angeles is Taoyuan's 35th sister city. As both cities have international airports, they hope to collaborate on developing aerospace technology in the Asia Pacific region to create a Trans Pacific Aviation Technology Smart City.
4: Thank you, Mayor San
2: Ching Chang, for recognizing our presence today, albeit remote. Let us make this partnership a catalyst development in our cities. Thank you, Mabuhai Shishi.
1: The two cities have very complementary aspects in industry, culture, and nature. We hope the sister city agreement will allow us to draw from each other's strengths in these complementary areas.
2: The mayors expressed hope for an enduring friendship between the new sister cities, one with more frequent exchanges and even stronger ties. The new CG-1005
0: Lianjiang patrol boat was handed over to the Coast Guard on Thursday, the vessel was built by Taiwan's CSBC Corporation. It's the third of six 1,000-ton patrol boats to be delivered by 2027. These boats can handle large waves better than the existing fleet of 1,000-ton frigates. They also come with high-pressure water cannons and weapon systems, enhancing their close combat capabilities. On Thursday's handover ceremony, the Coast Guard said it would stay committed to homegrown defense as it patrols the waters and protects Taiwan's maritime rights. The annual nighttime festival of art, Nui Blanche, is just a couple of weeks away. And this year, Taipei is planning a night that's bigger and bolder than ever before. There'll even be a performance art live stream from the Taipei mayor's office. And there's controversy over plans to hold avant-garde musical and events in Taipei City Hall and Council. And some are concerned that the growth of the event spreading into Xinyi Commercial District could cause noise disturbance for residents trying to sleep. But officials are determined that they can pull it off.
1: It's that time of the year again! Nui Blanche Taipei 2023 will launch at sunset on October 7th. This year the nocturnal celebration of art is coming to Xinyi Commercial District for the first time.
3: <laughs> On
1: the night, the debate chamber of Taipei City Council will transform into a live theater open to the public. The office of Taipei Mayor Jiang Wan An will be occupied by Mayor Mao and used for a live stream. Meanwhile, the City Hall debate chamber will become a live music venue with a dance floor.
6: The event is from Saturday evening to Sunday morning, so I think it will not impact the operation of public duties, so to speak. Especially because the location to be used is on the first floor, at the edge of the City Hall, so if any of our staff need to work overtime, I think they won't be too much affected if they're upstairs.
1: The three main locations for nighttime revelry are Sun Yat-sen Memorial Hall, Taipei City Hall, and Taipei City Council. But there are also connected events at nearby Songshan Cultural and Creative Park, Taipei 101, and the whole of Xinyi Commercial District. The night's installation art and performances attracted more than 460,000 visitors last year. This year, with events in Xinyi, even greater crowds are expected.
6: These residential households are, in principle, generally quiet, apart from every year at New Year's Eve. They're not generally welcoming of other events which would disturb their daily life. Jiang Wan'an, it's great that you want to hold this event, and we respect that. But if you create disturbance for the public, in the end, Taipei City government will have to take the blame. I hope you will plan it carefully. Actually, the events are mainly clustered in the commercial district. We're loath to cause people any disturbance, so at the cinema on Renai Road, we'll invite people to listen to music on headphones.
1: Taipei City is hoping it can pull out all its organizing expertise and create a night that's bright as day for those who want it, but quite unrestful for everyone else.
0: Two hikers died and another nine were injured after getting stung by hornets at a mountain trail in New Taipei's Reifeng District. Experts say it's likely that the group was stung by the Asian hornet, whose venom can trigger severe allergic reactions. The hornet nest has yet to be found. And for now, the New Taipei government has closed off all access routes to the hiking path. 20
1: hikers were on a trip in New Taipei's Raifang District when they were attacked by a swarm of hornets. After examining the wounds, a hornet expert determined the group had fallen victim to the Asian hornet. The encounter left seven hikers with mild injuries, two with severe injuries, and two others dead.
2: A hornet stung one of the hikers, who then tried to ward them off using a hand fan. Then the hornets began targeting the hiker. More and more started showing up. We ran off. The people in front rushed away, but several people in the back got stung. They ended up lying on the ground, maybe because of the stings or because they tripped. Later, over the phone, they said more than 100 hornets had attacked four people. It was terrifying. Someone got stung. They said it hurt, and they weren't sure what it was, so they tried to wave it off.
1: A sting from an Asian hornet can cause severe injury and death in humans. A protein in the hornet's venom combines with a protein in the human body, potentially triggering a strong allergic reaction. In severe cases, the reaction doesn't stop at the skin. The venom can cause swelling inside the body, making it difficult to breathe and inducing kidney and liver inflammation. It can even result in immediate death.
2: The Reifeng District Office has closed off all six access routes to the trail. Hornets do tend to be more aggressive in autumn. We have urged the general public to not go to -to hard-to-reach areas in the outskirts and to not enter grassy or forested areas, as that's where hornets tend to gather in the fall season.
1: The new Taipei government has shut the six entrances to the Bafin Liao hiking trail. It says that autumn is hornet breeding season, and as such, the insects may be more aggressive. To reduce chances of an attack, hikers are advised not to wear bright colors or perfume. If a hornet approaches, trying to swat it away could result in a painful attack.
0: Today is National Disaster Prevention Day, marking 24 years since the deadly Gigi earthquake in Nanto. Earthquake drills were held at schools nationwide as disaster drill alerts went out to mobile phones. At Taipei City Hall, pangreen Green urged the government to repair the city's old underground pipes, which could lead to sinkholes, building collapses, and other man-made disasters.
6: Hey,
1: Alarms go off in the middle of class and students rush under their desks. It's time to drop, cover, and hold on.
2: This will help us react more quickly when an earthquake does strike. We can respond more quickly and lower the chance of running into danger. We hope the disaster prevention drill will make campuses safer and raise awareness among students and city residents about how to respond to a disaster.
1: September 21st is National Disaster Prevention Day. Earthquake drills were held at schools across Taipei. Taipei City Council held discussions on disaster prevention.
2: I'm not only talking about the incident with Kitai Properties, which was a man-made disaster. The city's pipelines are aging, they're old. This has led to the formation of numerous sinkholes. Addressing this issue is one component of disaster prevention. Government agencies should establish routine maintenance and repair mechanisms. Over the past few months, a lot of sinkholes have appeared around Taipei. Taipei is located in a basin, and nobody knows what's happening with all the pipes underground. With all the earthquakes shaking the pipes, some of them may be stressed to their breaking point. If they reach a point where they can no longer withstand the pressure, it could cause problems. Small earthquakes that wouldn't usually bring about any major issues could result in leaks that erode foundations and cause buildings to tilt and collapse, or sinkholes to appear.
1: Councilors discussed recent disasters, including the sinking of several Dodger apartment buildings and the repeated occurrence of sinkholes. They urged the city government to take preventative action ahead of potential disasters.
0: The central bank has left its key interest rates unchanged for the second con- consecutive quarter. The discount rate will remain at 1.875%. Also, on Thursday, the central bank decided against tightening selective credit controls to curb the property market. Bank officials said that after five rounds of measures, the housing market was already starting to stabilize.
2: Keeping rates unchanged at this time is very much in line with market expectations. We've also seen our selective credit controls produce some results. The annual growth rates of construction loans and mortgages have gone down since we began selective credit control measures. The central bank won't adopt new controls, but the executive yuan's new housing hoarding
0: tax will come into effect as early as July. According to the new measures, taxes on multiple homes will rise to a range of 2 percent to 4.8 percent up from 1.5 percent to 3.6 percent. More than 4 million households will see an impact on their tax returns. The German state of Saxony has opened an office in Taiwan to pave the way for TSMC's semiconductor project in its capital. The Saxon Science Liaison Office in Taiwan will help recruit talented Taiwanese youth and foster further scientific and technology collaboration. FTB reporter Stephanie Yang has the details. Located
4: inside the German Trade Office, the Saxon Science Liaison Office Taiwan has officially opened. The office will facilitate science and technology exchanges between Taiwan and Saxony, which is Europe's semiconductor manufacturing hub. Dr. Joseph Goldberger will serve as the office's liaison officer the office will be a service center for exchange students from Taiwan and Saxony. It will also be the hub of a new TSMC training program.
7: ″Very important for us because this will be also a point of exchange with, uh, between students from Taiwan and from Saxony, but it will be also a very important hub for the administration of a program about which we will speak later on then at the TSMC. <laughs> so it's a very important spot here.″
3: Uh, I was working for the German Academic Exchange Service uh, for the last six years. We will have real cooperation uh, with different partners, not only industry partners. I will be able to represent, of course, uh, Dresden University of Technology and all the other research institutions and uh, education institutions in the Free State of Saxony. And I think this will be a very, very exciting task."
4: TSMC plans to set up a factory in Dresden, the capital of Saxony. Responding to reported culture clash at TSMC's fab in Arizona, Saxony's science minister Sebastian Gemkau says that it doesn't shake his confidence in working with TSMC. He said that Germans and Taiwanese share a similar work ethic.
7: I don't have any doubts that uh, there will be a good um, being together with people from Taiwan. I think that the working ethos is very similar. Um, people are disciplined, like in, in Germany as well, so this working culture is very, very similar. And of course we also will prepare everything to make it most convenient for the people who are coming to, to Saxony, to Dresden, that they find some kind of community, some kind of ecosystem which makes them feel comfortable. So I don't have any doubts about
8: that. TU Dresden has a um, private economy arm, which is TUDAG, TUDAC, and they are developing a special cultural onboarding program for the TSMC uh, professionals to come and do the startup for the company. So we are very, very optimistic that this will work quite well.
4: TU Dresden or the Dresden University of Technology is one of the largest universities of technology in Germany. It will manage operations at the liaison office on behalf of all Saxon higher education institutes. It is estimated that 50 students from Germany will be sent to Taiwan universities every year to study and intern at TSMC.
8: This is a historical moment. We are opening our first science liaison office abroad here in Taipei. TUD is doing this as the coordinating university for all the Saxon universities. We will be signing the trilateral agreement between TSMC, the Free State of Saxony, and TUD. It's really about, on the one hand, um, getting more and more engineering and natural science students interested in the field of semiconductors. And on the other end, what we were discussing was to get into a research cooperation.
5: Taiwanese company TSMC decided to go to Germany with a great investment, with a comprehensive investment, to the city of Dresden. And what you will see now is that it is not only the industrial corporation, which will intensify between Germany and Taiwan, but this will be matched by an intensification of the academic cooperation. So this goes hand in hand, and for that reason, I think it's a wonderful location to have this office here with um, the chamber, the office which is related very closely to the numerous German companies here in Taiwan. Many of them are also active in the sector of semiconductors.
4: With the launch of the office ahead of TSMC's Dresden's project, the two countries hope to further strengthen education, science and technology collaboration between Taiwan and Germany. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Dai in Taipei.